Welcome to this week's BMJ podcast. The problems with the NHS, which have been exhaustively covered in Parliament, in the BMJ and in the UK's news media in the last few years, have led to the creation of a new Chief Inspector of Hospitals. Following the formula that's been laid out in other professions, the Chief Inspector will have the power to enter a hospital, both in planned and unplanned inspections, to highlight problems before they develop into another Mid-Staffordshire-type scandal. Professor Sir Mike Richards, former oncologist, former head of the Academic Division of Oncology at King's College London, and former National Cancer Director at the UK's Department of Health, has been promoted into the role. And earlier this month, he talked to BMJ reporter Nigel Hawkes about how he saw his new role working in practice. So what went wrong in the previous attempts? I mean, some people have said this, this approach goes back almost to see... Yes, I, I've heard a number of people... That's been argued. I, 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 and I think, I think it has um, been argued, and I think with, with some justification, uh, that uh, there are elements of this that are distinctly similar to the, the Chai reviews. I think the, the differences here are we are, first of all, committed to inspecting all acute hospitals and, by the way, all mental health trusts and community service trusts. Yeah. Um, but So we're committed to doing that, all that and doing it within a two-year period. So by December 2015, mm-hmm. we have to have done them all. And the other uh, major difference is that we have a, a different approach to rating um, and uh, which clearly, again, this is a difference between what the CQC is going to be doing um, and what Keo did, um, in that for each hospital as a whole, we um, will be awarding one of four ratings, either outstanding, good, requires improvement, or inadequate. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will also be attempting to give those same ratings to each of the five domains that we will be inspecting against. In other words, is this hospital safe? Is it delivering effective care? Is it caring? Is it responsive to patients' needs? And is it well-led? And then we're hoping to go further than that, um, which is at each of the core services that we assess we will be attempting to give a rating to that. So what I have done is to identify eight core services. Defined largely because I think they're the ones that carry the greatest risk in a hospital. Mm -hmm. Um, A&E, the acute medical pathway. So that goes from the A&E through the acute assessment unit, through the general medical wards, frail elderly wards. the equivalent for acute surgery, but including theatres, critical care, maternity, paediatrics, and then one that covers the whole hospital, which is end-of-life care. Right. And then we will also, I think you'll probably find that comes to seven, not eight, um, we will also be going into outpatients, but we are not attempting to assess every single different outpatient specialty. Right. So for that, we will be um, we'll, we'll be going where the evidence leads us. 
So I think an important element of this, before we even get on site, is that the way I would describe this process is it's in three phases. There is Phase one is data gathering, preparation. Mm -hmm. um, we now have a considerable body of nationally available data. You know, how many serious incidents, how many never events, how many infections, uh, what the mortality data show, what the patient survey data show. Yeah, that was all in this document. Yeah. Methodology and information sources. Uh, probably. Sounds, sounds about right. <laughs> that, that looks right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, com pretty comprehensive. It is comprehensive. And I think this is an area where, again, you say what's moved on since Chai. Um, we, we actually have much better surveillance data. Now, I don't think any of us are saying that surveillance data alone are sufficient. It's always got to be uh, surveillance data plus inspection. Um, but it shouldn't be either on their own. So, our, again, our first phase is this data gathering. And by the way, it's not just those national data. It's also what we can get from all sorts of other sources. The trust themselves will have additional information that they will want to share with us. The CCG, Local Health Watch, uh, the Royal Colleges may have done inspections of those hospitals. The GMC may have a view. And we will be going out to all of those organisations um, and saying, this is our next wave of inspections. Tell us what you know about these trusts. So uh, we will go in to a trust with, I hope, a really significant amount of information. And that will allow us to know where to probe. There isn't only big data remotely collected that will be examined. The Chief Inspector will also put together teams made up from consultants, juniors, nurses and managers, even patients and carers. They'll enter hospitals en masse to rate them according to the criteria explained earlier. The outline you gave me assumes that uh, these are planned inspections. There will be, you, you, yeah. To set up your, your, um, there will, there will always your meetings be, and so on, you, you've yeah. got to. One other bit of the planned inspection that I ought just to mention is that we will always also hold a patient listening event. Um, so usually on the first evening of a review, um, we will in advance have let patients locally know through the local press, through a local health watch, whatever, that there will be an event. Mm -hmm. It may well be off-site, usually will be probably, in a town hall or whatever. Um, and saying, come and give your views about the hospital and your experiences. Um, and so we will be capturing that viewpoint as well. And all of that you can only do in, in a planned way. Having said that, there will always also be an unplanned element to the review, mm -hmm. uh, which will happen within a reasonable length of time after the, the review, but obviously we're not going to say exactly when. So you will have a planned inspection um, yeah. of the type you've described, yeah. and then at some point later, a team will go back yes. and do an unannounced. Yes. But will it be the same full-scale team? It won't necessarily be the full-scale full team. It'll probably be a subset of the team um, mm -hmm. who will go in, and it may well be in the evening so that we can see what the handover is between day staff and night staff. It may be at a weekend. It, um, 
we will determine that at the time in whatever location we're in. And, and, we, and yeah. And, you know, and we'll base it on what we've already yes, heard. Precisely what I was about to say. You, you, you can focus on things you yeah. saw in the planet. Saw or heard. Saw you know. or heard, yeah. So if we heard that there were problems at the evening handover, we'll, we'll go, and look at, go and look at that. Yes. I mean, you, I saw an interview with you in which you said you didn't really feel that even with the planned inspections, hospitals could kind of uh, gild the lily or produce a Potemkin village or, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I don't think they can. I, um, I, I think they might be able to do it for about half a day. Um, but I, I, you know, we, we may choose to go back to the same wards even the second day just yeah. to see if things are the same or if they were sort of gilding the lily, as you put it. Yeah. Um, so I, I very much doubt that that will be uh, a problem. Yes. I'm interested in your, your patient events. Uh, you, get, you get sort of two sides from patients, and some are incredibly defensive of their local yep. hospitals, regardless of how awful they may be. Yeah, we've seen that at mid-staffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and some are critical, but they tend to be shouted down by the, the defenders who... I, I am fully expecting that these will be Marmite events. Yes. You know, we will we will get the extremes. Yes. We'll get people who are strongly supportive of the hospital and had good experience of care, and we will get people um, who have other experiences. That is certainly what I observed from some of the Keo uh, patient listening events. I think that's more than likely. But again, it's the stories we do here that can help us to know where to go to. So if the stories were all about one particular aspect of surgery, like vascular surgery, we will then very definitely go and look at that. So I think we can use that, again, to focus where we go and do our our looking. Yes. I mean, some people say that inspection is is like driving by looking through the rearview mirror. Um, if, if, If it's good, you've wasted the time. If it's bad, it's it's history, and you you missed the boat because it's it's already bad. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I think a couple of things to say to that. It won't only be rear view; it'll be current as well by going in and doing the inspection. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's pretty current. What's happening on the ward today, um, and equally, particularly through some of the focus groups, we may, I believe, be able to get an impression of the direction of travel. So again, at one of the Keo visits that I went on, several of the consultants said, you know, three years ago, several of us were on the point of leaving. Um, actually, it's still not right here, but we're going in the right direction, and we're not now thinking of leaving. Now, that gives me an impression, not more, but it gives yes. an impression that... Uh, this is a the, the direction of travel is right. Yes. The other the other interesting thing is that there is some evidence, um, and we need to do more work on this. That surveys such as the staff survey may actually be predictors of what happens to patient care, right. both in terms of mortality and caring. Now, clearly. 
if we find that there is a relationship between staff survey now and caring in six months or a year's time. Um, that in itself is an early warning uh, score for the, for, for the, for the hospital, yes. not for the patient. Um, and, and that may be very valuable. Now, I hope that one of the things that we will want to be doing is working with academics uh, on this to make the best use of the data that we find uh, to see what these linkages are. Yes. That's just an edited highlight of the interview. To read the full write-up, have a look on bmj.com. Links on the podcast page. Thanks for listening to this slightly later-than-planned podcast. We'll be back later in the week with more from the world of medicine. Join us then.